The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting podcast of the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. My name is Joel Mahalik, and joining me this week, as with every week, is it's the lovely, the lovely Sharon. Sharon, the very lovely Sharon. Hi, lovely Sharon. How are you? Hi. Excellent. I mean, I, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excellent. Keep up with the questions so my answers sound like they're, oh. <laughs> they're where they belong. <laughs> okay. Um... Can I just say something? You may. You crack me up every single week. Why? I saw that. Why? Because the way you start out is different every single time. It's, uh, you know, it's... And it's funny to me, just the look on your face and matching what you're saying. Maybe... It's just hilarious Maybe the look on your face, but here's the thing. I, I, I would argue that in this way. I often, because I listen to the show, call me Wait, narcissistic, but I listen to the show. You said you'd never argue with me. We're going to argue here for a second, quietly. <laughs> a little narcissistic, I do listen to the show every week. Okay. And I find that I start the show out in a very mundane, same way. You think so? Yeah, I and, do. and I often think to myself, how can I Although do I it don't differently? listen to the show. You don't, because you're not narcissistic, I guess. But I, I just don't, I don't know. And you don't share it either. I'm going to have to go back to borrowing your phone to, to do the marketing. <laughs> I guess I suck. No, but I mean, you know. Um, so I just, I think it's very mundane. I wish I had creative ways of starting it off each week instead of hello and welcome or, you know, like I'm, it's yeah. not the exact same thing, but I, it's, I think it's very a mundane. Lot, I think a lot of it is it's like it's quiet and then all of a sudden, Bam! There's your voice. Well, you have to. I have to be Bam. Well, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, see, this week started out differently. Right, exactly. <laughs> than typical weeks. Uh, so, welcome everybody uh, to get through the business part of the show. Uh, you can reach us on the inter- interwebs at www.jmtalk.net. Subscribe to the podcast. And also email us, and you can. Um, Listen to past podcasts. You can listen to that right on, on the fly. Check out the news page, et cetera, et cetera, on TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So that's the business portion of the show. You and I love Apple products. Yeah, we do. As far as mobility. Like, like I'd rather have a PC for a PC, but we both have iWatch, iPad, iPhone. Yep. You know, and uh, yeah. lot, so there might be some people out there that don't, and they're probably thinking, I don't care. But uh, I know quite a few people that are Android only, sure. iPhones, anything to do with Apple. Yeah, and I just look at them like they're absolutely bazonkers <laughs> because I just don't get it. <laughs> so you have 
the 8 and I have the 10, and I guess the 11 is out as far as iPhones. Yes. Okay. Well, starting with 12, which means the very next time you get an iPhone, because as soon as you pay your 8 off, you're, I'm sure you're going to go get the 11. I earned my 8. Okay, whichever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So, starting with the 12, Apple will not be including earbuds or a charger. What? Yes. That's ridiculous. How are you supposed to charge your phone? Uh, for the first time, the company's upcoming models, typically revealed every September, will be sold without wired headphones or a power adapter in an effort to offset any cost increases with the upgraded model, accordion to a review. Accordion? Accordion. 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 Uh, see, the Philly just fell out. <laughs> accordion to again according to a report now okay here's the thing we use ipads at work and in this one office where there's six ipads an amazing thing happened in the last couple of months an amazing thing what six chargers i six lightning chargers apple lightning chargers and six wall packs um, apparently ran away from home. They disappeared? Yeah, they disappeared. <gasps> and so I had Did to... Did you put wanted posters <laughs> out? I should have. I So I had to purchase new wall packs and lightning cables. Now, I sure, I could go anywhere and get a knockoff. Yeah, but, but they're not as good. And I, and I want... And they're not good for your Apple right, product. And I want... Yeah, listen to us talking. We have aftermarkets I, I all know, over right? us. But I wanted to have the real deal for these... Because these are used for, you know, professional yeah. reasons. Right. Well, let me tell you something. The wall packs were twenty four ninety nine and the lightning chargers were twenty four ninety nine. I spent I spent fifty dollars per unit? Per unit to replace them. <clears throat> now that was a couple of months ago. Wow. So you see what I'm getting at? I don't know what they cost now, but Apple's gonna when, make you wait, buy them. You separately. said you said that they're not coming with the wired headphones. With the headphones or the charger. Adapter, you let's, said. Let's see. Apple's expected to roll out as many as four different phone model, phone 12 models, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, currently, the phones come with ear pods with lightning connector. The company's uh, iPhone 11 and SE come with a 5-watt USB power adapter and a lightning U to USB cable. The 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max come with a USB-C to lightning. And an 18-watt USB-C power adapter. Instead, Apple plans to release a 20-watt power adapter, which is said to be smaller than the current version, as an optional accessory. Adding that it will come with a USB-C power delivery for fast charging. Meanwhile, Apple plans to end production of the 5-watt and 18-watt power adapters this year. So, in order to support the ultra-fast wireless 5G network, they believe that the models would significantly increase production costs, which would be passed down to the consumer. So, what do we take from that? So, no headphones and no wall pack, but still the... Um, it See, will that's come, what I'm saying. It you will come with USB-C power delivery for fast charging. Right. So, so it does come with the cord, okay. just not the wall pack. So how much you want to bet that if a five watt wall pack costs you twenty five bucks, the twenty watts going to cost you an arm and a leg? Listen, I remember I had to buy 
a, an Apple charger for our daughter's uh, MacBook. Right. And that was $76 to buy the wall pack for that laptop. And that was what? That 10 was like years ago? maybe 10 years ago. Maybe not quite, yeah. but you know, maybe six years ago. Yeah. But still. So, you know, it, to keep the cost down, I call BS on this. Yeah. You know, this is just another way for Apple to really, you know, dig into our wallets. Yes. 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 No. Yes. yes. No. But mm, will you be able to use any wall pack with it? Or is it a specific wall pack that you must buy separately? That I am not sure because I don't know. I really don't know if I've ever plugged a Apple Lightning cable <coughs> or USB-C to Lightning, whichever the case. Yeah, I have. Into a aftermarket. Non, yeah, you I have. have. I, yeah. Well, I would assume it would probably still work, but... Yeah. I guess depending on what the wattage of that aftermarket or non-Apple wall pack is will determine because if they're making, if they're getting rid of their 5 and their 18 and making a 20, then 20 watt would be uh, the highest speed that it would charge at. Because the lightning cables yeah. were called that because you can get a fast charge out of it if right. you had the right adapter. Right. So if you get an aftermarket that's only 3 or 5 watt, it's probably going to take a long time to get the charge there. Yeah. If it even works, you'll have to see. Like, I have an aftermarket at work that will start charging my phone, and then I'll hear, like, that boom, you know, like it's been unplugged oh. sound. And I look over, and it's not charging anymore. And I, if I take it out and put it back in, it will start charging again. Gotcha. Okay, so that answers a couple questions yeah. that we won't get into at the moment, but... Um yeah, I mean... So just to finish this off from the news perspective, the move to remove wired headphones also indicates a push by Apple to further promote its wireless AirPods, which are currently on the market at a starting price of $159. That's the Pro. Correct? It just says AirPods. So $159 uh, might be the basic no. uh, jogger because found dead Katie, in the woods right. version of got you. AirPods. Katie got the iPad, I mean the iPod Pros, excuse me, the AirPod Pros And what do they do for it? Except they have a weird shape that I would never wear. It takes the, it takes the suction thingies or the, or the little ear yeah, rubbery thingies. Yeah. The ear rubbers. I prefer mine. I like mine too. I like that. I like that apple shape. I like shape. the way it fits, right? You know, and I'm yeah. not. And I have very small ears, mm-hmm. um, and especially my left. My left ear is smaller. What? Yeah, the, the left. Twenty five years, and I've never noticed that. Yeah, but my what? body's weird. The left side of my body is weird. Why are you turning okay. your head? Because your left is smaller, and you're trying to hear what I'm saying. What? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, let's get out of that conversation. Okay. So, but, but that makes a lot of sense. It does. Oh, we're not going to put wired in there. And they probably won't sell wired separately because, because they're going to want to push off you know to what? the AirPods. Think about it. Think, let's think this through, okay? How many people actually have or use the wired, the wired ear I have things? them and yes, I use them at work. Well, then you're silly because you have. Right, but if my AirPods, AirPods die, then I have the reliable. Yes, but if you charge them 
only when they need it <laughs> and not every single second of the day. You're crazy. Then you're Did you not take your pills because you're crazy? <laughs> Actually, I missed them today, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> no, I'm serious, though. Your AirPods are not going to die. Okay, so at work, let me. All right, so at work, I have a pair of the old earbuds with the yeah, round. Yeah, you're silly. With the 3.5 millimeter jack, and I have a pair yeah. of the new with the lightning, okay? Okay. On my desk. Okay. Now turn to the right. Turn your head to the right. I see a wall. Now look a little more to the right. Look, look at the thermostat. There is a pair of each hanging over the thermostat. Okay, because you're silly. They're, you're silly. <laughs> I can't. You're showy. <laughs> you're showy. I can't. No. 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 I'm just saying that right now, I brought you into the 21st century with 21st century products, I, I you, demand that you use them. When I met you like 25 years ago, you didn't even <laughs> know what a cell phone was. No, because 25 I, years ago, cell phones weren't. Every single person didn't, didn't know have what a, a pager cell phone. was. You were you know not. What? what I'm saying is, you weren't. I was were, not tech savvy <laughs> at all. But then again, but then 25 you, years ago. <laughs> Personal computers, everybody didn't have one. You got, I, 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 we've come a long I way. I let you in get one email years. address and bam, look at this. I know, right? <laughs> I let you get one email address. Your silly fault. <laughs> Just like it's your silly fault that our grandkids always learn at the age of like four or five days how to use a tablet. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I'm just saying you have AirPods. Use them. I do use them. They're yeah, backups. what, they recreational? Have, since you got me the AirPods. You just said you I don't have, use them at work because you're afraid they'll well, die. Well, my round ones are plugged into my computer at work so I can, because I use my computer as a phone. And that's fine. Okay. I have my but phone your, app. your computer does have Bluetooth, right? Yeah, but I don't want to hook them to that. Why? Because they're hooked to my phone. You can hook them to multiple things. I'm just saying, I have my earpods hooked to my phone, my iPad. And probably the planet Mars. I Absolutely. Get it. Because of how tech Come on, me and the Martians, we got to talk, you know. And you, and we yeah, got a plan for have their have invasion <laughs> next month. <laughs> this month. The aliens oh, are this, this month. month. I'm sorry. This month. <laughs> Bank on it. <laughs> so, and, just, and those, I, I got to say, you're fucking crazy. Those haven't come off the wall since I got the AirPods. They've just been there since then. They're my backups. Oh. If I and uh, I have my AirPods hooked up to both my Guess iPad and my iPhone. Guess what's being moved after the show? No, it's not. I will find them. <laughs> yeah, you'll find them in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what does everyone think about this move by Apple? I mean, you know, um, and you know what? I see a lot of the AirPods. First of all, are very popular to the fact where I see people with AirPods that don't have iProducts. products. So, you know, they, they buy the AirPods. Also, there's, there's also, also knockoffs. There's also knockoffs that look like AirPods. Right, but I, I know people at work that have them. Our daughter down the street has them for her Android. Okay, so, so what's your problem? What I'm saying is we do know people that use them. It's not a problem. problem. I'm just saying the AirPods are popular. So this move by them to eliminate the earbuds for these, you know, yeah. for, in lieu of people running I out and buying the AirPods. I think it's a smart move. Of, in a marketing sense, Sure. And but for the people that have sense. to go to the store and shell out this money, you know, because I listen, not every dollar store pair of ear, earbuds work on the eye products. Like uh, the microphone won't work or something. Okay. I, I beg to differ with you because I've gotten 
dollar store headphones where the microphone did work with you, my Apple products. Really? You, yes. So you had dollar store, dollar store earbuds for your iProduct? Yes. Never seen it. You want me to pull the curtains out of the bedroom? <laughs> what? I'll get them. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'll be right back. Dollar store curtains and you're saving them? <laughs> Shut up. Would you just shut up, please, and go on to the next thing? The empty cartons? Yes. Anyway, just wondering what everybody else thinks of the uh, of this move by Apple to not include what we assume from the article is just the wall pack okay. and the wired earbuds from future oh, iPhones my, and iPads. My only point was you just stated that our daughter, who lives down the street, does not have an Apple phone but has apple airpods right okay so do you think she's the only one i do that in this vast world of ours that has airpods but not an iphone no that's i think I, it's I just told brilliant you I know other that people. apple's doing it that way first of all a couple of years ago when they released their new phones they took out the jack on the phone the jack port okay to plug in Headphones, too. So. Right, and they converted that to the lightning cable. Yes. So now they've just done away so with So looking back, you can having think. So looking back, you can say to yourself, well, they started this move with the earbuds Yes, thing, yeah. You know, two, gener- well, two generations ago. They yeah. started with the, uh, no, the eight. The you, eight is when they started it. Eight, nine, With the old show. <laughs> Four generations ago. Yes. So they well, started this I'll, whole process. I'll end this segment with this. What? If it's not broke, don't fix it. I'm a very big, you know, uh, a very big, um, um, I'm a very big, damn it, I need a word. Fan. Fan, okay, we'll take that. Of the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Microsoft's very popular for that, and so is Apple. Like, when you look at the Apple, the iPhone 11, what do you need three camera lenses for on a phone? For a crisper picture. Mm, okay. Now what? No, that's that sounds real crispy. Thanks. Um, okay. <laughs> so anyway, folks, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, more, more. Uh, that, I was listening to the show. Are you kidding? <laughs> we're gonna have more. <laughs> I was listening to the show from last week, and there, and I was trying to go to break and talk about what we we're gonna talk about, and you were like, "Stop telling me! Stop telling me!" So more, more to come after this. All right. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. Not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061. Or email us at PCTechRescue at gmail.com.
Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalo Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Thanks for hanging out with us. And welcome back, the lovely Sharon. Welcome back. I did say the lovely Sharon, right? Featuring the lovely Sharon. I gotta yes, s- you did. Okay, I got to make Do sure. Do you think I- I'd be sitting here all calm, cool, and collected if you didn't? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> it would be on. So, um, continuing on, not with the album, but continuing on. I was going to say, please. On tech. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you've heard this. You may have. Amazon uh, was approved by the Federal Aviation Administration to deliver packages by way of drone. Wow. That's been in talks for a couple of years of Amazon wanting to do that. And now apparently the FAA has approved them to be able to fly their drones around holding a package. So I assume it would be one drone flight per package. Yeah. And um, which is interesting because here's the thing. It opens up, if you look at it from different angles, it opens up more job opportunities for a company, newer job opportunities for a company that didn't have previously for pilots. Because there's such a job as drone pilots, where you basically sit there at a video game console, yes, and you you drive the drone. Yeah, like in movies, you see the... Yeah, that's a real... So Amazon didn't need them previously, so now they're going to need them now because... I can't imagine. But how big are these drones to carry these packages? I wonder. Well, let's see. Amazon said that appro- it, that the approval is an important step, but added that it's still testing and flying the drones. It did not say when they expect drones to make deliveries to shoppers. Um, last year, Amazon unveiled self-piloting drones that are fully electric and carry five pounds of goods and are designed to deliver items in 30 minutes by dropping them in a backyard. At the time, an Amazon executive said deliveries to shoppers would be happening within months, but more than 14 have passed since that. Um, I guess he didn't say how many months. Or when those 14 months would start and end. Yeah. Um, So Amazon will be the third drone delivery service to win flight approval um, after UPS and Google were approved last year. I just don't understand. I mean, I... It's got to be a pretty hefty drone to carry five pounds. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because they're, it's obviously not these little drones like you have, you know, that and couldn't the, carry a feather if it right. tried. And the question would be, delivery to the backyard, is it going to land it basically so the package rests on the ground? Or is it going to be like an angry mailman and ju- <laughs> just drop it All like right. 100 feet and above then, the yard? And then... Other um, questions come to mind. One, what if you don't have a backyard? Right. Two, what if you have a backyard and there's dogs there and then they destroy the package? Well, then they can just land it and put it on the roof and you can worry about that later. But then you have to call a roofer to come in. It'd just be. Well, you buy a ladder and Amazon will deliver it to you and lean it up against your house. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) They'll deliver it with a drone. Right. But how interesting, like, technology, just like, I always say it. We go too far too fast. Yes. I don't do know. Say that. I don't know if we're ready for drones to be delivering packages. But uh, I don't know that. Well, Would we it, don't know. We don't ever know unless it's tried. But do you find yourself being excited by the prospect of seeing, you know, a drone delivering your package? Let's say you're outside gardening. You know, um, I think I would rather a drone. And you're waiting for a new pair a of AirPods or something to come in. Who could steal? Once the package is left, it can be as stolen as any package now is. True. 
That is true. But, and if you have a problem with people stealing packages from your porch, save your UPS boxes, your FedEx boxes, and everything. Dump your kitty litter into the boxes, tape them back up, and put them on the porch. Ooh. Yeah. And used that w- kitty litter. Yeah. Then yes, used kitty litter. Not just no. any old kitty litter. No, used kitty litter. Or if you have a dog. Severely used kitty litter. Or if you have a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Save his poopy. Yeah. And you can feed them rubber or bands. Or her poopy. You can feed them, feed the dog rubber bands, so it's, it makes it easier to pick the poop up and drop it in the box. Or has a little loop on it. <laughs> or you set have a setup in the box where when they open the lid, the poop is flying out at them. So like like, like a slingshot. Like the money packs that explode and put in the dial yeah. over the burglars. Yeah, sure. Right? sure oh my god, we're dirt, sick. Absolutely. We are two sick individuals. Yeah, no, but you got to do something, <laughs> right? You got to combat the problem. Oh my goodness. You know, and it's you know it's, it's somebody it, help me. It, it, it's like my father saying, "God rest his soul." Until you start fighting the problem in in kind, yeah. Then people are, the people that do wrong are not going to understand it. They don't, you know. Until you start fighting them the way they fight you, right? Then they're not going to understand it. But anyway, so Amazon is the third known company now to be approved. Doesn't mean you're getting your package tomorrow, but approved for delivery by way of drone. All right. I just think that'll be weird having drones flying through the air. You know, it, yeah, because you, they're going to be fly a lot lower, and that's one of the reasons I guess they had to get approval for FAA. They're not going to be up there, but the approval has a lot to do, I think, with making sure that they don't inter- interfere with landing and takeoff routes. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So they have to make sure that they follow a different route, probably a lot like a helicopter. A helicopter yeah. can't get in the path right. of a takeoff or a landing plane either. Exactly. So, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so interesting stuff. Amazon trying to remain relevant in the marketplace. They've had their share of people yep. complaining about their current logistical service. Yes. Including us on this show, we have shared a lot of concerns of ours yep. and other people who have used the service and is having problems with their new logistics service of getting packages delivered. Right. Um, so if you think about it, an Amazon person delivers your package now and they have to take a picture. I was get out of my head. I was just so this will all be that. done with the drone. The pilot will fly it there, drop it, press a button, take the photo while it's still hovering. Boom, right. bingo, yeah. bongo, bango, and then it's all done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? No, nah, just you're funny. Um, and that's and that's that's your number one job here to yeah. make sure everyone is reminded that I am funny. You okay. You didn't read the about section yet on the, on the web, website. I sent it to you so you can read it, and you still haven't read it. Mm-hmm. We finally updated the website and put about the lovely Sharon on there. Oh, no, I didn't. Your little bio. Oh. So what did you say about me? I said. No, I'll read it. No. I no. want to read it. Well, you should have like three weeks ago when I sent it to you. Well. Well, then you'll find out cause, because you'll read it. All right. So, got to talk about something else because you're not here in the third segment. Okay. And I have to discuss this with you. Okay. Because <clears throat> there is ever-growing concern that your favorite holiday is essentially going to be canceled. No, it better not. I mean, it's I'm not, just not as far as decorating stuff, but the <laughs> act of Halloween night, which, by the way, falls on a Saturday this year with a full moon. Yay. Um, but, for example, our state... 
this is only one story out of our state. Dover police is canceling the National Safe Night Out, which happens in September. Right. And they're also canceling Safe Trick or Treat. Okay, so instead of doing the trick or treat on Halloween night, why, like door to door, okay, why don't they somehow do a trunk or treat? Well, Trunker treats are being canceled all over the place. That's no, I understand that, and I and I get it. I get why, but to not have Halloween trick or treating is um, what's that word? Well, it's not a catastrophe. Yeah, it really is because twenty twenty generations of people right have looked forward to this and 2020 has been bad enough and to me this is the way i look at it and i'm I, and i don't want to get political and i'll try not to but it's just now we're going to start canceling like at what point will they start canceling christmas home depot has already as a company said they will not open black friday they have canceled black friday which is the unofficial start of the christmas season so we're only in September and they're already canceling events that happen at the end of next month and the end of the month after that. So wow. they are dangerously close to Christmas. Wow. Well, <clears throat> you can't cancel Christmas. Okay, and let me tell you why. Because Christmas I can't tell you why. I'm sorry. Christmas is important in a lot of families. Sure. They look forward to it every year. It's the one time per year that families get together. Right, and that now, part's not going to be canceled. Right. They're, they're, they're so canceling they're, they parades can, already. And that's, per, okay, so what? But to a lot of people, those types of things are equally as important. Many people but they're not forward. important to me, so I don't care. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> no, that's not true. A lot, take that back. A lot of people do look forward to those types of things. Like last yeah. year, last year when we talked about that town in Delaware that hosted for like decades, hosted the big uh, zombie event yeah. in October, and yeah. then suddenly they decide to cancel it for no good reason. Right. People all over the United States would pour into this little small town. Yeah. Infuse them with money for the whole year. Milton. Oh, okay. I think right. it was Milton, Delaware. Um, so, I I just I felt like we had to talk about this. Yeah. I've only pulled one or two stories about it. I of think many we that talk I've seen more already about it in future shows. Of many I've seen already. Yeah. So the question is, and what's already showing up all over social media is people responding to these stories by going, "You can't cancel that," and they're saying, "Let's start." They're trying to start movements. Screw you. We'll put a special colored light bulb in our porch, and you can still come to our house. We're going to give out candy. Dangerous or not? I, I, I don't know because that is a big question. That is a, that is a method That's of a social. Idea. But it's also a method of social not distancing. Okay, but kids wear masks, okay? If kids are wearing masks, adults are wearing masks. Everybody has to be a doctor or a nurse this year. That's what it has to be. So they're all wearing the approved, approved PPE. <laughs> well, yeah, I just think it's silly to cancel Halloween because there's ways to do it 
We have a grabber. You grab a piece of candy out of the bowl and drop it into the kid's um, bag or pumpkin or whatever. And I saw saw a meme on Facebook which showed somebody was like, we're ready for coronavirus Halloween. And it was like they had like three-inch PVC pipe decorated with like orange and black going from their door all the way down the steps across the yard to the front gate and they just slide candy down. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, goodness. That's my a good concern, idea. But my concern, the reason I want to bring it up, my concern was uh, it, it just seems like there's some overreach. Like, you you know where I stand with the whole masking, social distancing. Okay, I do agree that it works. Yeah, yeah. Plus, also, I heard a statistic today I feel I'm not, I think the number was 50,000 children now across the United States have tested positive for coronavirus. But anyway. Um, and that's probably because they is, just started testing them. And isn't it interesting how that stat comes out as townships are canceling yeah. Halloween? Yeah. You know? That's crazy. Um, I, I mean, they just started testing children, correct? Well, just start testing everybody more and more in the last right. couple of weeks or months yeah. or, or yeah. so. I mean, although I agree with the fact that it's there and it kills people, and we had family members affected. Absolutely, I'm not. I also agree that, like, if I don't, and they like they want everybody tested because it'll help figure out where we're at. But the thing is, I agree with a lot of other people. If I don't have symptoms or I don't have a reason that like I like if somebody says you were you you know this person had it you were all exposed, okay. Yes. But that's a reason. I'm not going to go get it because the government wants to formulate numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they want to get everybody tested so they can get a trace of what's going on. You know what I mean? I, like, right. I can't trust you with anything else. Yeah. So I'm just going to go get and because now they're giving the tests away for free. You can go to different places every day around Delaware and get a free test. So they're encouraging you to get it done. But uh, knock on wood, I mean, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, if I have symptoms, I go get checked out. Absolutely. You know what I mean? My doctor doesn't call me up and say, hey, listen, can we take an x-ray of your leg in case something's broken? (laughs) You know what I mean? But nothing happened. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I just feel like it's September and we're reaching so far out and in a in a year that we're looking for some positivity. Mm-hmm. We're looking for like an end in sight. We're looking for someone to tell us something good. Instead, we are looking forward to one, two, three months away yeah. and we're starting to cancel events. Because of what's going what on might now. happen in the future. You know what I mean? And the yeah, pe- and, that's ridiculous. And the people making the decisions are the people that are okay with Walmart being open and crowds of people going shopping, mm-hmm. but they don't want you to vote in person. You know what I mean? So, right, exactly. You know, for me to start believing that canceling Halloween is necessary on every absolute level, I have to have some faith in the whys yeah. and what for yeah. And I don't, and I just feel like... I agree. To me, it just feels like overreach. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, You and I, we've had the same outlook on everything, or just about everything anyway. (laughs) And um, I absolutely agree with you on this this 
Well, you know, Husband. many, many, many years ago when I started out in radio, and uh, my aunt was my co-host, we agreed on almost everything, and she actually, we used to have like a pre-podcast meeting. Yeah, yeah. And the one time she said to me, she said, we need to fight a little bit. She said, we always agree on things, and she says, that's not good for radio. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, that may be... But we can see things the same way. Sure. You know what I mean? And still have different... And, yeah. Thing of those things, right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, so, anyway, um, I think Sharon's right. I think we will talk more about this as these holidays near. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so <clears throat> besides the Halloween thing, already released is Home Depot canceling Black Friday. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we've been to Home Depot. You uh, can go in there any other time and shop. Yeah. But not on Black Friday. But, okay. It's not like Walmart said, you know, we're going to close on Black Friday. Even the 24-hour stores. That's a big deal. But Home Depot, I I mean, yeah, okay. There's people out there that go um, do Home Depot for presents and so on and so forth. Yeah, okay, I get it. I do get it, okay. But you can cancel Black Friday but still have some sort of Black Friday-ish sales. You know what I mean? Right. So this is either before or after Thanksgiving. So this is what they're saying, and maybe this is good for marketing. What's the time look like? Ooh, they're saying. What does the time look like? Yeah, that's not good. What they're saying is that they're taking a different approach. Instead of having the one day sale the day after Thanksgiving, they're going to have a two month sale. Yeah, see, that's what I was just saying. At the beginning of November and go through Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So. Even if they're doing it because of Corona, at least they're marketing it in a much better light. Exactly. But anyway, as the season progresses, more on this type of stuff. Right. Uh, we really—I didn't even realize that we pushed ourselves right to the to the over the end of the limit. So, okay. um, you need to say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. All right, the lovely Sharon is leaving. I'm coming back with more, including honor thy heroes. We forgot to do the wombat because we were so busy talking about other things. One last thing, and I may not get to everything. I don't know. We'll catch you on the other side of this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, glad you stuck around. Uh, this is the third part of the show. 
And so it's the end of the line. It's, uh, we're moving on. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> you know, there was, uh, so the lovely Sharon and I are, we're painting, right? We're getting some painting done around the house. We have a lot of things we're trying to take advantage of doing, uh, you know, in hopes of better things. But anyway, so one of the things we're doing is we're getting some rooms in the house painted. And uh, I'm painting. And the odd thing about the fact that I'm painting is that I don't paint. I've never painted. The lovely Sharon will tell you that I never paint. She's always the painter. Oh, you need something painted? Okay, go paint it. Here you go. I, I, I fixed the drywall. Now paint it. <laughs> I just don't paint. But I'm painting. I'm doing all the trim work. Like Not only am I painting, but I'm doing the hard part, right? The trim work. We have to try to not mess things up. It's like when you're a child and being told to stay in the lines. When you're coloring, it's difficult. It's hard. It's it's crazy. But I'm doing it. I'm doing the edging. And um, so it's funny because there was a movie made about uh, Frank. Oh, man. His name is escaping me. But he was the the, the Irish guy who you know, uh, did some killing for the Philly mob and for the New Jersey mob uh, back in the back in the day. And when Jimmy Hoffa hired him to do some stuff, Jimmy Hoffa called him up and he said, I heard you paint houses, which means in mob speak means that you kill people. And uh, to which Frank responded, I do, I do. And I also do my own carpentry, which means he cleans up the bodies himself. But anyway, so going back to the I paint houses. I Let me tell you something. I don't paint houses. And I don't paint houses. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it for the greater good at the moment and, uh, and, and things to come. So that's what we're doing in our spare time, of which there is not much, but nevertheless. Um, okay. So before we dive into some things, I wanted to just tell you what I know about the TikTok situation because we've been trying to stay abreast of it. And uh, effective the weekend that this drops, the Commerce Department is not going to allow downloads of TikTok's uh, platform or WeChat, I think it's called, um, you know, for the reasons cited before because of the um, high probability that the data being taken through the app, your data is being used in, you know, criminal or malicious or espionage type ways. Now, there is a sale on the table uh, of the TikTok US portion of TikTok to Oracle. Now, of course, any deal has to be approved, as you know, by uh, the government. Um, And if there is not a buyer by November 12th, then the TikTok will be shut down in the United States. So as I understand it, there's some other buyers besides Oracle that could be interested. So uh, Google is one, I think. Um, And uh, I thought I heard Microsoft at one point, but I really hope Microsoft is not a player. I also hope that Microsoft does not become a player. I also hope that Microsoft would never buy it. Everything Microsoft buys turns to crap. It becomes crap. Crap on top of crap that begets crap to be gotten crap and is crap. Um, some notable uh, things of mention would be Hotmail and Skype. But I digress. So that's what we know right now about the TikTok situation. So you could 
um, still be on TikTok. Now, I, I've seen some things on TikTok that say, listen, if this happens, you just got to change your country and it will work again. I don't know if that, that would work because I think the same people telling you to do that are TikTokers who are telling us that we should, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> put a magnet against our keyhole in our door to activate and unlock our cars when they're when we lock our keys in the car also the same people who tell you to do seven to eleven different random things on your dashboard to start your car without a key so <laughs> i think these might be the same people that are telling you what you have to do if this goes down and you can't get on tiktok because it's been banned in the united states i would be cautious as i tell everyone all the time be very cautious about what news you're getting on the interwebs or the internet or social media to be more um to be more precise um that's why i try to tell people hey don't get your news from there so all right so we'll start off as usual with the wombat of the week and um if you want to partake in the Wombat of the Week, this is how you do it. All you need to do is send us a news story, a link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things. Okay? And, um, again, it's always checked to make sure it's a reliable source. You don't want to get it from Babylony or site where the onion. <laughs> you don't want to get the stuff from there. Thanks for trying, though. Um, and so, yeah. Send it to us, and you can send it to us at Facebook at JM Talk. You can also email it to us at JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com. And uh, it will go into the it will go into the hat, so to speak, because we, we do get a lot. There are a lot. Unfortunately, there are a lot of wombats in the news, and that number just keeps growing. It's like, can somebody put the brakes on this, please? But anyway, I digress again. So that's how you get involved. And this week we want to talk about a woman who uses a circular saw to cut off her own hand in an attempt to commit $1 million insurance fraud. And so now she's going to jail. Yes, you heard that right. Okay. So um, apparently, according to the Slovenian press agency, 22-year-old um, Elisic, um, oh, I'm sorry, her name is Julizia Alisic and her boyfriend concocted a plan to cash out on a variety of disability insurance policies after she decided to cut off her own hand in early 2019. Alisic's boyfriend, Sebastian Abramov, said, uh, was said to have taken out at least five insurance policies on Alisic. Uh, the five policies totaled approximately $1.16 million. So following the incident, Adlisic rushed to the hospital, leaving her hand behind and told doctors that she accidentally severed her hand while cutting tree branches. Like, who cuts tree branches with a circular saw? Um, where did the rest of my story go? That's it? That's the details? This was supposed to be a longer story. Okay, that's fine. I think that's enough points, right? I think that's plenty of points. So these two morons, these two wombats decided to try to cash out on the $1.16 million by filing these these claims against all these different insurance policies that they took out. Imagine, if you will, the stupidity of cutting your own hand off. 
Like, I don't... I, I mean, listen, I'm a horror fanatic, so I mean, I have seen some things in horror movies, but I could not imagine doing that for any reason. There's got to be a better way to make money if you're down on your luck. Cutting uh, your hand off or any other bodily part to try to claim insurance money for it is just, uh, uh, like, I don't know weird but i thought about this when i read it and i'm thinking so how does how would you get caught doing that and i, and I think i figured it out if you're cutting tree branches and the and your hand slips or the saw slips even if you are being an, a, a jackass and you're doing it with a circular saw i think the minute that something starts to go wrong i think you would flinch you would jump you know what i mean and from flinching, jumping, backing off, hopping out of the way, like all these things that, that you, you will do in that instance. I mean, think about dropping a glass of water, right? You dry, it, it, the, the glass starts to drop, and if you cannot gain immediate control, your body reacts, right? You jump out of the way, okay? You couldn't save the glass. It's going to the floor. Now your body, your mind is saying, get out of the way. So I think... If that, if that was a real scenario with a circular saw and cutting branches, I think your body flinching, jumping, trying to get away from it, if it if it would cut your hand, it would cut your hand. You know? Maybe even partially sever it. But how do you walk into a hospital <laughs> missing your complete hand and tell them that it happened when you were cutting tree branches with a circular saw? Uh, it's not a believable story because there's no natural reaction. So... Um, you know what I mean? Like ask yourself, like really just stop and think about this. How did you cut your entire hand off when the saw slipped? You know what I mean? Um, that's like, that's like saying, oh, I'm sorry. I was, you know, uh, if you call the police and you say somebody has been killed and the police show up at your house and like seven of your family members are, are, are dead by gunshot wounds and they ask you what happened and you say, well, I was cleaning my handgun upstairs and it accidentally went off. And what, killed everybody in the house? It just doesn't make sense. These things don't make sense. So that had to be an easy wrap for the authorities uh, to to catch the scam. And, um, and, and for that, for these two idiots going to the extremity, <laughs> I need a rim shot, um, Judicia Adlisic, uh, and I hope I'm not, chopping up your name uh and her boyfriend sebastian abramov are the winners this week of the crown of wombat of the week here on the joel mahalik show featuring the lovely sharon so there you have it uh please keep sending these most of the time very funny stories in because you know it's not only a wombat of the week that that is very fit into the to the segment but it's also very uh humorous to uh, to see these idiots in action and know that they're out there among us, which is scary, right? Okay. Um, so make sure you send them in. Now, the other thing that we do uh, on the program each week and uh, very popular is we honor thy heroes. It's uh, this, That's what the name of the segment is. And what we do is we find extraordinary people doing extraordinary things for other people and we honor them now in the same fashion that you can send in a story of an idiot doing idiotic things and wind up winding up in the news we would love to have stories of everyday people does not matter whether they <clears throat> wear a uniform or not 
Everyday people doing extraordinary things for other people. And we have had some amazing people on this program in this segment. And you can send them to joelmaholicradio at, at gmail.com. Also across the Facebook channel at JM Talk. So I thought it'd be fitting because we were away last week actually for technical difficulties and um, and uh, the anniversary of 9-11, 19 years, came about. And so we aired, uh, many thanks to our producer, Mr. Tony Richards, we aired uh, an old 9-11 Remembrance episode from the Behind the Mic show, which is uh, the previous show that I <clears throat> um, that I had. And um, so I thought it would be fitting if we were on the air last week, our heroes would have been all of law enforcement, EMS, and firefighters. Not only in the United States, but I mean everywhere. Everywhere in the world. I just thought it would be appropriate, and so I'm doing it this week, to honor the entire the the the, the entire realm, if you will, of emergency services, first responders, law enforcement officers this week on the program to take a minute or a couple minutes to talk about them and honor them for the sacrifices that they make for the, for what they go out every day and deal with for us on our behalf think about that think back to 9-11 think about as people were trying to rush out of the twin towers in new york city the world trade center think about the law enforcement officers the EMS, the firefighters who ran in to find more people to get out. And imagine, if you will, if you could do that. And I don't think any of us know. You know, there's, I mean, in any walk of life, in any other job, and I mean, most of the firefighters in the United States our volunteer, but in any other job, if something like that, some sort of scale like that were to happen at your job, what way would you run? And there's no wrong answer, right? There's no wrong answer. There's no right answer because survival is primary instinct. So even if it's your job, you know, Think of the sacrifice that they that they made. Think of what might have gone through their minds, their families, their children, their wives, their husbands, as they dashed into those buildings to rescue whoever they could. That brotherhood of law enforcement, that brotherhood of EMS, the brotherhood of firefighters, how about the dispatchers that were taking the calls? What about after 9-11? What about the crisis centers, the people in the crisis centers who took the calls of people that just were not coping with it? That is an amazing sacrifice for you to make for another human being. And I served as a volunteer uh, firefighter for 16 years. And worked uh, a, cu- a couple of years as a paramedic, a handful as a volunteer EMT while being a volunteer firefighter. 
and never a scale like that, but we did what we had to do. Never on that scale. And I can thank my lucky stars and, you know, the universe above. I'm appreciative that I didn't, and I'm thankful for what I was able to do in my time. But think about that. Think of th- think of the sacrifices made for the job they do. And I think that they, not just today, not just on this episode, but I think every day, they need to know that we appreciate them. And not the other way around. I think that's I think that's important, right? I do. And you may disagree with me, and guess what? You're allowed. You can disagree, and we can still be friends. But this week, on this program, we want to honor thy heroes, all of our heroes, who do wear uniforms. And that includes the military. But for the purpose of narrowing it down, law enforcement, firefighters, EMS, first responders, everybody that goes out there and faces the everyday dangers of our lives. And so we thank you for your service. We thank your families for their sacrifices. And you all are definitely heroes. And you are the recipient this week of the Honor Thy Heroes Award on the program. That means I don't have time for one last thing, but that's okay because we will get together another time here on the program. And so before I go, I want to thank everybody for listening to the program. Remember to visit us at www.jmtalk.net and also on TikTok and Facebook at jmtalk, Instagram and Twitter at jmtalkradio. And tune in next week. We'll have some big news about podcasting and where we're at. We have a new edition. We'll save that for next week. But for the lovely Sharon and myself, thanks for listening to the show, and we want you to be good to each other, and we will catch you next time on the program. Goodbye, all. (laughs) 